podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome, people. It's your boy K. Welcome to another episode of Courtside Fracas. I'm here with my boy Shaq. Yo, what are you guys saying? We're back. We're back again. We're back. Is it four? Four. Two two review reams. You was ill last week. Yeah, well. apologize for my absence last time. I had a little. Yeah, we know. Why? <laughs> why, why for that? I'm not gonna say that on the pod, but yeah. But he's back, yeah. and that's the boy Reams back on the pod. How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. Interesting week of basketball, bro. It moved fast. The, the game moved fast. Yeah, like it's trade deadline is so past me. Like, I, I forgot that it was. Yeah, a it was a trade deadline, then we had the All Star break. Yeah, and then all yeah. of a sudden we get new dramas in the NBA. You get new records post trade, pre trade. Yeah, we get yeah. new. Uh, yeah, you get people's whole season start people's all over again. <laughs> you getting people getting four game bans. You get yeah, a lot, yeah, like, yeah. lot of stuff so, going some on. People's, you know? Some people's some people's have stopped. You got to think Completely. like that. So yeah, but no, it's it's been good. I see. So it's episode four. Episode four. We're Indeed. back. We're back. And uh, the NBA hasn't slowed down. It hasn't I slowed put, down at I all. Put like that. We're reaching the business end of the season. And if all our listeners are aware, I've said a lot of things in the last episode. But a lot of things have changed in two weeks. So the first thing we're going to do is get right into it. The first thing we want to talk about is the state of our team's post-trade deadline. We all have our individual teams. We'll get into the Stop. main players in Pause. the team. One second, sorry. Um, I, two episodes ago, renounced my availability to a team I am here for as a fan of the sport. We'll get there. You're running so from the ground. I am a fan of the sport, so okay. I don't have a team. I will watch you lot talk we'll, about we'll, your we'll, teams. We'll get back to the fan of the sport. Yeah, okay, thank you. And, but we'll start with you, Reams. Oh, we want to talk about my team? How are the Timberwolves looking post-trade deadline for you? <clears throat> you know, it's an interesting one, right? Because obviously, as we know, pre-trade deadline, we had D'Angelo Russell as our main point guard. We traded him for... Um, Mike Conley, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, both from the Utah Jazz, and two second-rounders. So I feel like that was a good trade for us if we're looking for the playoffs. Like I, I look at this with Mike Conley, 35 years old. Right now, he's like a he's a veteran point guard. You know, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He knows yeah. how to run an offense. He's not gonna give you. He's not as quick as he once was. He's not as a explosive a scorer, but he Stays knows how in to his lane in a sense. He knows how to get guys into that into the right spot. And that's maybe what you had over D'Lo. What I will say, though, is like, in the regular season, we know D'Angelo Russell's a guy that he could get hot. He could hit four or five tough, tough middies. I'm okay. Step back freeze. We, we know that. We know we know that. But like, in the regular season, those kind of performances win you games. Mm-hmm. Right or wrong? Right. Like, guys, a guy that could get hot could win you two, three, four more games in a regular season. Yeah, four. So, eight, I, so I say, in a regular months. season, the D'Lo for Conley trade, maybe... We lose a couple more regular seasons than we regular season games than we would have with D'Lo. But in the playoffs, a guy like D'Lo in the playoffs, who you could target on the defensive end in the pick and roll, every possession, that's not winning you shit in the playoffs. You know that. So looking looking for the playoffs, Mike Conley, much better option than D'Lo. Much better defender. Much better playmaker. You know he's already played with Rudy Gobert. We've already seen that since Mike Conley's come, Rudy Gobert's production like offensively. It's, uh, it's up. It's up. It's in up. the pick and roll because Mike Conley knows how to hit him in his spots. That that connection between D'Lo and Mike Conley, sorry, between D'Lo and Gobert that we expected to see, it just never materialised. But then, would you say that when Cat is put into the fold of this all, it's also going to work out? I don't know. Obviously, we, I can only speak about what's going on right now, innit? So, obviously, the Cat thing is going to be another complication. We'll see. Um, but I think 
the main thing that's actually been a surprise, a, a positive surprise, why I think this trade has been great is Nikhil Alexander Walker. Yes. Right? Hey, he's trying to play like his namesake, his cousin. He's trying to play like his cousin over in, in Oklahoma City. Like, he, this season, right? The thing with Nikhil, right? He struggled offensively his first few years in the league. And he found his, his, his way out of the rotation in New Orleans, got traded to Utah found his way out of the rotation this season at Utah obviously they never had any expectations coming yeah. up into the so he's, take, he's taking a defensive leap this season and you know like when you play defense you can earn yourself some minutes this is it and yeah. then you've got the freedom to kind of try new things exactly here and there right when the ball comes into your hands so he earned himself some minutes in that Utah rotation just off of his defense he's 6 foot 5 mm-hmm. quick long pause like, <laughs> basketball term crazy basketball term that was bas- crazy <laughs> It's that bas- was crazy. It's basketball terminology. Hey, that, I didn't even notice it until you said but it. Like, he, he's, got, he's, got, he's, got that, he's got that wingspan. You know, he can stay in front of guys. He could get his hands in the passing lanes. Mm. And that's earned the minutes on the court. And for some reason, he's well, decided to become a good off-ball catch-and-shoot shooter. He's shooting about 50% from free in his time. I'd say that his looks are better in this team than it was prior though that's yeah he's, why. he's not trying to shoot shots, shots off the dribble guys yeah. are just getting him into his nice spots yeah that's not your game bro he's shooting about he's shooting about he was shooting about 42% in Utah so for the season he's out about 43-44% from, from free hey so many, bro what, like, like three so, you, it, so with that now we've got at least six to seven to eight players in our main rotation all of them are above average defensively I'd say the only one that's below average defensively is Nas Reed, but Nas Reed provides yeah. other stuff you know what I mean so yeah. I'd say um, the issue with the Timberwolves this season is we can't beat bad teams. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, every team that's going to the playoffs, we got smoke for every team above 500, <laughs> every team in the play- Golden in, State. In the regular season, you Clippers. Do. Hey, you got you seventh in the thing now. All the seven. bad teams. You're 500 in your last 10 games. Detroit. Um, Houston, Houston so San you got, you Antonio. You Houston. Charlotte. We can't beat any of them bummy ass teams, but give us give us the Mavericks. Turn up for the night. Give us the Mavs. Give us Golden State. <laughs> we can smoke all the salt. You know what I think it is, and it's it goes down to who to me now is your star player. Like Cat respects to you, but Ant is it's Ant. Ant, yeah, Ant. and he even came out and said like. I want to play against the best players. Yeah. So when they're on the court, so I'm going to guard them and I'm going to want to play against you them. Think, so you think they play up to the competition and play down? Basically, what I'm saying is your team has that dog in them. Yeah, but like they, they, they get complacent too easily. Yeah, and that's like, the complacency that, that, is that against be, the smaller could, teams. But that, why you have smoke for the upper teams, the Golden we, States? They, like, they want that challenge. They want to win against them yeah. and say, oh, we can we can do it. So, oh, yeah. So, I, I, think, I, I, think, I, I think right now what I'll say is we're, we're comfy in the play-in right now. We ain't going to fall out of the play-in. You're comfy in the West. <laughs> <laughs> but, obviously, we need to see what we look like when Cat comes back. Like, we just, we just don't How have... How many games has it been? He's been out since the since before Thanksgiving, so that's November mm-hmm. with a with a calf strain. So, but, oh, which is kind of crazy, right? Yeah, it sounds crazy. But then again, we need to remember these guys are seven foot, so calf strain for them could be a madness. Finish their whole mobility. It's a big old calf, you know. Yeah. So, um, alright. So, out of let's say it's a five star rating of where you are post trade deadline, what would you give your team? So, like, out of five, out of a five star rating. Yeah. I say before the, tra- <laughs> I say before the trade deadline, we was. A two and a half, mm. and now we're a three. Three? Okay, yeah. okay I think that's solid. Okay. When Cat comes back, hopefully that could bump us up to a three and a half to a four. Yeah, we'll, we'll that's that's it's an all NBA player. Isn't it? Hopefully, when an all NBA player comes back, you hope your team gets better. But that's I think the plan. I think on the on the offensive end, we're missing Cat desperately. On the defensive end, I think we're we're, we're a pretty solid defensive team. We don't have D'Lo in the rotation yeah. anymore. I think Lucky. I think Nikhil will take Jalen Noel's minutes. 
obviously if, if, if not then Austin Reeves Austin Reeves could play some could play defence like you know what I mean he's a good defender yeah Kyle Anderson amazing obviously you know Gobert what he does on the you defensive end you know Jaden McDaniels for me I think is in the conversation for all defensive first team I think he might be the he's one of the best defenders in the in the whole NBA and the stats and the eye test support that um the 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 player testimony also support that Luka Doncic, Brandon Ingram, all of those guys. They say bro, they hate playing against him. We we saw what and and Jaden Jaden did against Kyrie and Luka. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean. So yeah. I, I think we need Cat's ability to space the floor. His ability to you know like when a play breaks down and someone could just get the ball at the top of the key, the elbow, and make something happen. Other than Ant, we don't have a lot of that, especially now that D'Lo's gone. So yeah, um, it's it's difficult to give us a. a a broad assessment because we need to see what it looks like when Cat comes back. Okay, but I think the main thing that the trades have done, we've improved, def- we've improved defensively, and we've made things easier for Gobert, which is a big issue. Yeah, because if you if you give up so much for a guy, he's got to give you something. He's got to start giving you something. He started off. I think it was like his first five to six games were really good, and it's like him and Cat were working together with D'Lo, um, shooting the rock well as well. But then you saw. Team say but Ant wasn't playing good. Yeah, yeah, but then the whole thing is the people were saying, "Well, how about we try and stop Cat and let go Bear Rock and see what that bag is really saying?" And he just looked like he was falling off. No off bag. But yeah, no um, bag. obviously there's a, there's a lot of teams that have tried to like go small and like play Go Bear off the court. You know that's a big that's a big talking point. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, some teams it's worked quite effectively. I remember there was a game against the Kings where um, Sabonis fouled out. And he's gone into overtime and they replace him with Trey Lyles and they just literally hit like three threes in a row. Um but the Clippers tried it. Um <laughs> the Clippers tried it and we fed and we fed Goldberg the ball and Ty Lue was like, Yeah, this isn't working, let's obviously in the times it doesn't work, no one cares, but like when he does get played off the of the court, yeah, worldwide wob and them man, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, we'll see anyway, like we'll see. I think I'm not too I'm not too worried really, like I think the Gobert trade overall, I, I, I have to, if I'm being honest, it's been a disappointment. Yeah, but naturally, that doesn't necessarily mean it's, it's like, expected. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie but to you. I, I, Just I, I, from I, what I, I've seen, I, I, have a built, I thought it was kind of expected. I have a built, I have a built-in excuse that. Our all-star, all-NBA player hasn't played all season. So. Uh, you got your, oh, all, the, you got your okay. all defensive player in, so oh, at least okay. the defensive rating is there. Yeah. Right, cool. Well, I'm a, I'm a free agent, so let me just say, let's go to the Lakers and ask. Hey, what I will say is, K, outside of the two and ten start, the Lakers, I think, since then have been like twenty nine and twenty four. Mm-hmm. So if they started five and five, mm-hmm. they would have been in like, the, they would have been like a top five seed by now. <laughs> I like it to be known that just like Shaq, I renounced our chances of making the playoff and don't, playing last. Don't, don't come back now. Don't no, come no, back no. now. I didn't, leave, I didn't leave. I didn't leave. I didn't leave. I just renounced our chances of making the play-in slash playoffs. We had to win something crazy, but in our last ten, we're seven and three. Mm-hmm. LeBron's and gone. LeBron's gone down again. I'm not too mad at that because that guy's old. AD though. AD. <laughs> this, this is the thing. You might have I, a center. I, I watched the game against Golden State. Jesus, I was on my feet. Bro, he bro. was going crazy. Like, he looked like a top 10 player. And guess what? I, I don't think it's remiss to point out that AD's finest moments have come when LeBron is at either at his most passive or he's not on the court. And you would think, oh, we've got LeBron and AD. The pick and roll should work. You've got a six foot eight point forward and a seven footer. You would think, this is perfect. We've got two all-stars, uh, former four-time MVP, Leading scorer of all time, blah blah blah, and AD. But guess what? It doesn't work. Okay, the rest of the role players, I think, 
they've added what they can again Russell Westbrook isn't there anymore and I think it will also be remiss to point out that the Clippers record since he's joined is three and so it's uh, something crazy like four, four and four and six in the last ten and I, I think I think it's five and two since Westbrook have joined mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. there you go but hey We'll talk about that in a second. We'll talk about yeah, that in we'll a second. Talk about that I, 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 I won't put that on him personally. Obviously, I believe we've gotten better defensively as well, mm. even with getting rid of Pat Bev. I think we're number two in defensive rating currently in the league. Um, don't quote me on that, but I believe, it's, I believe it's around number two. And right now, we are one game. We are two and a half, um, one, one and a half games behind the Mavs. Dallas, yeah. We're eighth. But you know what I think? Also in your team, because obviously as a LeBron stan, um, I will watch the Lakers as much as possible. Shout out Austin Reeves. Hey, bro. Shout out Austin Reeves. Shout, shout out Vanderbilt. Like, like I said, the role players that are coming from the trade have done their job. I don't think there's any more that they could have done. But what I won't get into the habit of is once we do, if we do make the playoffs slash playing, expect anything. Because I've seen it before where players have great uh, regular seasons in their role mm. and then when expectation comes and people start saying ooh how far will LeBron go how far will AD take the team when they start putting that pressure on those big guys which of course they can handle the pressure also mounts on the role players who also have them issue, who also start you start expecting things as well well I'll say like this um, but defensively we're fine I That's, think we're not in trouble thing, defensively one thing you can look forward to is LeBron is coming back <sighs> Yeah, I put it. When, he's forty three no, years but, old. No, but when players usually sustain like a foot injury and you're in a boot, like even you've had a foot injury, you've been in a boot before. Yeah, people would walk on the boot or like use crutches. Yeah, this guy was using a scooter. He don't want no pressure on that foot at all. Because he he's is six foot eight. And he, he is I think trying to come back, and if he does, AD stays on somewhat of this type of form, and the team stays on this level of performance. There, there's. I'm not gonna say a deep playoff run, but you can get through the playoff play-ins. And you can maybe even get past, like, you know, the first round. I'm not expecting anything because our arguably our best player is a 38-year-old man. Again, not disputing what he is and what he has done. Is he your best player, though? No, he's not excuse really, me. though. Excuse me, excuse me. He plays me. Excuse like me. he is when excuse he's on the court. Me. See, this is, I mean. this is what I mean. Hold on. This is what I mean. I think AD should be embarrassed if LeBron is still your best player. Exactly. Why? exactly. No, no, no. But that, he plays like it because you're talking about age he has relevance. the ball all the time. You're talking and AD about age is a bit too passive when LeBron's on the court. And you've seen now how aggressive has AD been since he's been gone. He's been going crazy. And he kept saying he wanted to play with a star. He wanted to play with... He wanted to have more help, per se. Fair, but I, and now he's I got no think, help. I think you're talking about a lot of age relevance as to why he should be embarrassed because he was meant to be here for two years and take over the team in a sense, right? But it's been there four years now. It's been very disappointing. But that's you're just you're looking at greatness. Like you know what I'm saying? That's I I agree with that, but I still feel like at a certain point that we it shouldn't like, be a case that LeBron's still AD's, the most bold on AD is in the middle of his prime. Like, I, I, and listen, this is I, I actually think AD is a better player than LeBron right now. I'm gonna be real. Why? He's one of the top. Five, ten, def- five, five. defenders in the league. I'll say top five. Would you agree? Yep, I'll say top five. Could be. Yeah, and on the offensive offensive end, top fifteen. On his, on, on his night. On, on, his, his, on, his, on, his, on night. his night. But how often is his night? One in three. <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> think so. Recently, recently he's been one in two. Yeah, it, hey, he's been going crazy since that, LeBron's that's gone. That's a down. that's a five game span. If you gave AD an entire season, do you think you're going to get a one and two result? What's he averaging for the season? I think around 24. 27, 28? What points? Yeah. Debatable. He's had a few stinkers. So for this year, he's averaging 26 and a half. Mm. 
and okay. 12, 12 and a half boards, mm. 56% from the floor. Mm. That's 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 a good numbers. What's his three point percentage at, at, at this moment in time? Because I know it was bad at first. It's not going to be great. It was it was bad at the beginning of the season. I personally don't care for it because again, you are seven foot, and I'm a traditionalist in that sense. Yeah, it's nice. I said a traditionalist. But get in the post, dog. Like <laughs> points is points. I, I don't really think AD's ever really been good. He in had the post. a stretch. No, no, he hasn't. But he had. A, he's from the mid range. He fall in love with it. I, I thought think. He's, he's always been a face up guy. Yeah. During yeah. the during the what's it called during the COVID season when he was obviously in the in the bubble he was going crazy from the mid range. He couldn't miss from anywhere miss. on the court. Though, he couldn't like, miss. That was the fakest shit ever. Like we've not <laughs> seen it since. We've not seen. He that was shooting stuff like fifty two percent from the mid range. Twenty six percent from three. This is what I mean. Like yeah. we don't, I don't care about that stuff. Like I mean, I mean, if you if you continuously shoot free then you need to not a lot so that's fine what's not a lot but still Mm, that's fine but yeah I think we're in a better place I wouldn't say I think we're in a much better place we'll definitely make the play in now Mm -hmm. I think Uh, I'm not sure how far we'll still go into the playoffs because again I don't expect anything from this team 5 star rating 5 star rating what are you going to give it after after the trade deadline with with everything in reverence 2.5 2.5 so you're less happy than Reams Um, I'm not unhappy I'm happy that we're obviously playing better but I don't want that to fall into expectation okay that you get rid of a Lakers fans and be like alright we're back no 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 no. so you're doing two and a half because you don't want to have hope no I, I don't I don't have hope anyway I know <laughs> I know what our ceiling is I know how good we have smoke for all teams we can give them a rough night here and there like we gave Golden State the other night mm-hmm. but in terms of consistently playing over a four game series was that we might come out a plucky six six gamer if we're lucky Okay. A plucky six gamer. But two and a half is where we are. I think we need this is for another day, but we need to divest from the LeBron, Rich Paul and A D era. But then we ain't got no future otherwise. But we'll move on to the next team. Our noisy neighbours, the Clippers. Hmm. Doc Rivers, raggedy hmm. Doc Rivers raggedy bunch. Hmm. Reams, how you feeling? Shaq, how you feeling about these guys so far? Hmm. Because well, I personally I th- I th- I think I've been terrible. I've- I've been perusing Clippers Twitter quite a lot recently and a lot of them have harsh words for one Tyron Liu <laughs> because of his, his, his rotation choices, his allocation of minutes. Um, they particularly have issues with Mr. Marcus Morris Sr. They think he should be fired to the moon or the Guangzhou Tigers. They don't know why Terrence Mann isn't getting more minutes. I want to know why he's not getting more <laughs> minutes as well. So, yeah, I think I think... We kind of like accepted that there was a period of time where we kind of just like accepted that Tyrone Lewis one of like the elite coaches. Mm-hmm. Is it was he though? Because I never really, I, I never. I, that, that stuff ain't valid to me, bro. And I don't want to do the thing of hey, you want a chip with LeBron? Fine, he did that, and then he was at the Lakers for a bit. And again, the offense was good, but I think he's always been seen as a good offensive coach, mm-hmm. and that's it. Like he lets the guy shine at Cleveland. He was one of. Rightfully so, fairly to him, even with the players he did have, which I think isn't that relevant. He was one of the they had one of the best defensive teams of all time. Mm-hmm. He gives his players an opportunity to shine offensively. Quite, just, uh, quite a few of these games they've lost. Like Russ has actually played pretty well. He, and the thing I'll get, we'll get onto that. So what I'm saying is with Ty Lu, is I think just the whole coaching package in that sense isn't totally there because again there's expectation now. I think the Clippers might be too deep. 
Because mm. you, you have guys like Covington that's not getting no minutes. Like I, I think Covington should be getting the minutes that Marcus Morris is. Markeith, whatever it is. Well, Mar- Morris it's Marcus. Is. Marcus. But, so it's, yeah, but like so do the rest of the Clippers fans. Like so, a lot of the Clippers fans have been like, isn't like obviously when you have Russell Westbrook on the team, it's it's, it's easy. It's that's cash e- money, that's bro. Easy jokes. Just say it's like it's like saying it's like saying Candyman in the mirror four times, bro. Yeah, it's, it's, you know what's coming. That's the easiest jokes ever. But like I think. I guess I guess if if Russ has taken minutes from Terrence Mann, who's a really good player, then I understand that frustration. But in Russ's minutes, like I've I've, I've seen, like I checked the box score a lot of times. He's the only game I'd really say that he played really bad in was the um the Golden State game. Yeah, when Draymond was guarding him, like a people and guard Draymond. The, the, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They was daring him to shoot, and he kind of looked like he lost confidence in his shot. Like he wouldn't take the wide open like mid ranges or threes or anything like that. He was doing what's right for the team. But to be fair, fair, Draymond made a very good point in that saying. If you're always open, that's gonna play on your mind because you don't want to always shoot the three, even though you've been tall. He basically said, if you're that's a great point. If you're a basketball player, they say if you're wide open, take the shot. But if you're yep. wide open every single possession, how many times are you gonna take that shot? You, you don't want to shoot and no one else and gets the rock. Exactly. Yeah. And Russ is a playmaker, so he's looking around for the play and I'm open again, but I'm not gonna shoot that. And yeah, he might have lost a lot of confidence in his shot in that moment in that game, but. That's just a mental game that Draymond as an excellent... And also, if you close out heavy on him, we'll just blow by you as exactly. well. Exactly. So, so for me, it's just like Draymond was playing a mind game there and he won. Fine. But in the hindsight of the Clippers, I just think... I'm not getting on to Russell Westbrook. It's not right? to get into about for me. No, for me, it's just I don't think he looks cohesive. And I think what would be so great is put Terrence Mann back in a starting lineup and put Russ back on the bench. Well, not back on the bench, but on the bench like he did for the Lakers, it and sh- let him it cook have always there. Been that way. It should have always been that way. I'm he not sure doesn't... what Tyloo was thinking in terms of bringing him into the starting lineup. It was always everyone could see the best place for Westbrook at the Clippers, being how deep that they are, would be off the bench, and that's not a disrespect to his talent. I don't know because like they got rid of Reggie Jackson and John mm-hmm. Wall, so like they, it's clearly they brought in Russ to be their, their yeah, starting point guard. But then you had a, a, is, Ter- is Terrence Mann a starting point guard? He's, he's a starting enough. point guard as a third option, if you think about it, because you have Paul George and Kawhi that will have the rock. Yeah. I think the main use of Russ was like... As a playmaker. Um, Paul George and, 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 and Kawhi don't want to be initiating the offense of, up the court every time. Mm-hmm. They want some... And like, I've been... what like Russ has like been running some different sets, some dribble mm-hmm. handoff sets. He's been operating as a roller mm-hmm. in the screen and roll. Like They've been trying different things, just different ways to get someone else to initiate the offense. And... When he's coming off the bench, Terence Mann is initially in the offense. So what is their uh, problem? So I just think I, I I don't think there's a big problem. I just think it's you have to find the right cohesion and the right the right lineup. The, the right allocation of minutes, the right rotation. Yeah. For people to be on the court together and say that this How works. How long have they got left for that though? The game last the night, mate. Is this is it's the nitty gritty, so it's it's not a lot of time this season, but it's not like the trade is a bust. It's it's like they just have to well, it's not even a trade, but it's, they just have but to like, find it now. Let's keep it a band. Like even before they traded for Russ, it's not like there was like the three seed. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there was still like yeah. two, like four or five games. I'll say this though: Kawhi has looked good. He's looked great. Like looked great. Kawhi has looked. Last night was the first time I've seen someone actively piss Kawhi off mm-hmm. on, on the court. Marcus Morris, he had a turnover, and Kawhi like like threw his hands up. Like mm. I was like, I've never seen Kawhi like have that emotional outburst on the court before. So maybe the Clippers fans are right about Mook, but. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the Clippers just aren't a championship team this season. They're like Tottenham. I've been saying it from the jump. It's just that you put the pressure on, but it's not valid. Trading for Russ is, is, was a godsend, though, because now they have... Like, now they're, they're, they're scared. They have someone to it's take all money. the jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cash I money. I'll, I'll say but this we'll to... be laughing when he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. We'll forget all this stuff. Yeah, you lot of Russ fans, not me. But all I'll say is, I think the one person I'd like to see you get a little bit more of the rock in the rotation times as well is Bones Highland. Put ball in hoop, man. 
I, I think he's actually a good scorer. So if you uh, play bro, Bones Island, he was getting DMPs in in Denver for a reason, and he's yeah. already getting DMPs. Yeah, <laughs> it's just not. It's just in LA not, for it's a reason. Just, it's, it's, it's no, just, no. Do you know what, what it is? One way players is delusional basketball, yeah. bro. Yeah. It's <laughs> nice, but it's just like, bro, just take that to and one. I think if you need a couple buckets off the off the bench, and you have someone like Russ giving you playmaking for that. Then it works out for you, but if you nah. have Tyrese Maxey initiating your offense whilst it's both like that, don't make sense to me. So the rotation just has to be figured out. Guys, guys, guys like Bones Highland can shoot you out a game so easily. But they so, can also they can also drop you twenty off the bench. Nah, the risk is the risk bro, of reward they, is, listen, is, they're, they're, is not matched. Let's look around the league. Cam Thomas, he's not getting no minutes. Nope. Bones ain't getting no minutes. Spencer Dinwiddie. Didn't Cam Thomas go crazy for a short period Karis, as well? Karis Levert. Karis Levert is one of the worst players in the league right now. Well, yeah, but you know he gets minutes. That little kidney thing. That's alright. He probably shouldn't be getting any minutes anymore. <laughs> 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 like one way players that don't offer no playmaking, just. Tough. Sh- all they offer is tough shots. Maybe tough sometimes shots. they can make them tough and shots. The anal- yeah. And the era that we're in with all the analytics, bros, bro, yeah. it's just it's just not pretty basketball. There's a reason. Them, and them I'm, guys. I'm the biggest and one fan that there is. But when it comes down to winning, you don't want those guys. If, on if the pitch, Paul don't on the stop court. as a head coach, then all of them guys will be playing 35 a game. But in the actual NBA, I get it. I get it. No, we've got, we got two more teams to talk about because again, they're always going to be hot topics at Who this stage of the NBA. Who? So I want to start with the major before we get to the major players, the Suns. Obviously, with the blockbuster trade, we'll start with the Mavs first. How they looking? So with the Mavs with um, Kyrie and Luka Ball, we had a bit of a Kyrie spat. He posted something on on the on the socials saying, "You guys call me a cancer locker room, but you only see me for three hours a day, if that. When there's twenty one other hours in the day." Like, come on, what's going on? I'm just here to play ball. Like, what, who cares if I'm going to be in Dallas next year? I haven't said anything. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Like, what's going on in Dallas? Like, how, how, are, they, how are they looking? So ju- they're three and seven in their last ten. Mm. They have now slipped to the eighth seed mm. since Kyrie has come. Is that, is that on Kyrie? Is that, is that, I, is that I, the analysis I, I, that we want to take? I don't, here I don't at know. We want to be a bit deeper into it. Let's, let's, let's look into the bones as to why. Is it Kyrie? I, I, I'm not saying it's on Kyrie. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to say, when you have two ball dominant guards, you gotta find a balance in which way. Like right now, they're playing a lot of my turn, your turn ball. Use the charges mm-hmm. ball. Yeah, the only time I've ever seen that like be successful is like the OKC with like Russ and KD and like, in their prime. with mm. LeBron and Kyrie. But like with LeBron that and Kyrie, it was different though because LeBron, LeBron was running the whole offense. Yeah, and then when LeBron was a little bit tired, he gave Kyrie the rock and for like. Eight minutes, Kyrie would have start cooking, and then down the stretch again, LeBron, LeBron would start running the whole thing again. And you then when, say, when they needed a big shot, Kyrie would get the rock again. I, maybe this time you offense ain't valid, bro. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you, could, you could say that you kind of saw it a little bit in Golden State with KD and Steph. Uh, you, you have this play. They, they had issues with that though because they used to say KD was ball stopping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They said KD was running too much. Who get, get, get the ball in the high corner and just say, yeah, yeah. my turn. And well, Golden, Golden State is a is a swing ball, the ball, move, ball, ball movement, movement yeah. offense. Yeah. So I don't think my turn, your turn is. I don't think it works in this NBA. Yeah. I don't think it's going to work in the playoffs either. But what I would say is both of them players both look good. Look amazing. In, in isolation. They yeah, look great. They're, they're two of the best scorers we've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. They both need to stay fit though, because I'm gonna see them. I'm gonna see them at the end of the month. So I'm going down this <laughs> for a game. So I, I need them both fit. I'm gonna be cheering. I don't I, think you gotta worry about Luca being fit. I think it's Kyrie with the injuries. That's usually the one. We that. hope. But yeah, so what's the, what's the issue with the, the Dallas offense? Because again, again, the Utah Charge ball we know isn't con- um, cohesive long term. And Luca has had those issues. He will still go crazy. He will carry his team in the playoffs with two or three wins, whatever it might be, in a series. However, now you've added Kyrie to the mix. 
I mean, I don't. I, 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 maybe they just can't get enough stops. That's also an issue because they they lost to a, a Pelicans teams that that's been free falling ever since Zion Williamson gone down. They they look good though yesterday. The Pelicans. Yeah, that's probably the first time they've looked good in like a month. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah every dog has its day. But what can J Kid do to kind of fix these issues? Leave. Um, like I, I don't think he's got I the coaching they, I think, resume. I think, I think they need a bit more size on the perimeter in terms of defense. They lost Dorian Finney-Smith. That's the main thing. Are any of their bigs good at protecting the rim? Chris Wood. No. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like every time Dwight Powell goes up to like block a shot, he gets boomed on. Eesh. Was it Kleber? Trey Murphy. Maxi. Maxi. not. Maxi's been alright. Like, but I think Maxi's been injured. So like. Yeah, and also that's not his game. He's just a body. He's like, he's like saying, he's like, he's like being seven foot and can't dunk. He's just like you're there, bro, but you don't really want to be there. Like I wouldn't look at a single player on the Mavericks like fully and say you're a great defensive player. I think Reggie Bullock could defend. Yeah, I think Josh Green has made some some steps, but, but again, like they have a lot of one way players. Again, like Tim Hardaway, one way player. Frank Nilakina, one way player. Boy. Defense, nothing else. Boy. Like, it's a lot of Chris Wood, one-way player. Mm-hmm. Like, Darvis Bertans. Yo. He, <laughs> might, he might be a no-way player at this point. Like. <laughs> but he can shoot. Yeah, so can they fix that with the rotations? Because if, if you have half one-way and other half one-way, you can kind of do a little something more. Is that just a bit too football manager? I think, we, that, I think that's just a... That's just not going to happen. The idea of it is not. That, that's just not going to happen, yeah. That, I don't think that, that even solves the problem of are you going to win games with this formula? I don't believe so. Especially in the playoffs where it's like... But again, all I'll say is like both players look great in isolation, but as a team, they always will. It's missing. How something. far does this take them now? So we we're talking about post trade deadline. How far does this take them? I, I think when you go into a seven game series and you have two guys who could get you a bucket at any time, when the rotation's have, small, you always have a chance. But we saw in the playoffs last year, um, the Nets had two guys who could get your bucket at any time, and they got handily swept mm-hmm. in the first round. So. We know that's not a guarantee for success, but you always give yourself a chance. Correct me if I'm wrong, but where they're currently sitting now in the play-ins, they would play against the Lakers. Uh, they are. No, they would no play problem. against. They play against Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota booming on. Yeah, and they're getting smoked. Yeah. I think in a seven-game series. Well, it's not even a seven-game series. But it's, 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 it's it'll be like two game. games, right? One of game. Yeah, one so, of, one of so game. if they lost to Minnesota, they'd have to play either the Lakers or mm-hmm. the. Who's the team? It would be whoever wins or the, between or the Pelicans. Pelicans. I say you. I say they. I say they lose to Minnesota and the Lakers booming on them. Yep. So you're saying that Dallas aren't going to the playoffs? Yeah. As wow. it currently stands. As it currently stands, yeah. the way they're playing. But obviously if, we've still got around 15 odd games left or so. I'm saying if the Lakers left. if the Lakers have LeBron, just saying, then, then they win that. There's a lot of coulda, shoulda, woulda here. 100%. But I think, yeah. Plucky six-game series, but it can go either way to either Dallas or the Lakers if that did happen. And with all due respect to what... Luca and Kyrie are doing but again I think it's two teams again who have two players who can get you a bucket almost at any point and then the rest is like yeah mm. it depends who turns up on the day mm. so mm. again yeah. not, not something we really want to dwell on because again both teams are neither really that interesting at this point in time once the storylines kind of die away if I'm a Dallas fan I would give two stars I think that's fair. Two stars. Since the trade. Since the trade deadline. I'd agree. I, I, I feel like, they, I feel like they, made a, they made a blockbuster trade and they haven't moved forward at all. They have, they've yeah. gone I'm, backwards, they arguably. Might, have they gone backwards? I think they've maybe gone backwards, bro. Wow. Yeah. Because again, lost they've, the they've lost some player, defense. Man. They've lost Spencer. Because again, while Spencer, we like to call him a delusional baller, I think his fit with Luca was a lot better than Kyrie's is. Mm. Okay. Um, because again, Kyrie 
while he at this point in his career he's very much one of the best Batman in the, not Batman best Robins in the league best sidekicks I think he also plays a lot like a dominant ball handler first pass do shoot, you bro. think a lot more players need to be honest with themselves in the way that Paul George was when he said so he thought he facts. would he couldn't, 100%. Be, a, he couldn't be a number one option on a facts. championship team 100%. That, is, that is one of the points I wanted to bring up today it's one of the best things I've ever heard in my life right for NBA player of his like St- stature in the league and sta- yeah stature and in the league former MVP candidate 100% yeah. to say and uh, everywhere I've, I've gone maybe bar you could say like OKC and now Clippers I've been the franchise player Pacers yeah. he was a franchise player say I just wasn't good enough to win it by myself and no one ever really is but I shouldn't be the, own, the number not, one option it's not a knock on your quality it's just saying and what no, do I need to do to make us how many win? players in the history of basketball could claim they were the best player on a championship team it's not that many boy, not that many. boy. if you look at the front of the history of basketball and how many, many how many could even say how many do you think would say that I deserve to be I don't think many would agree to that either you can be as great as you are let's look around the league right now Kawhi Leonard yeah yeah, yeah. Giannis Antetokounmpo yeah. yeah LeBron James yeah, yeah. Um, Nikola Jokic no he he can be the best player no. on the championship I think, team I think he could Embiid no Embiid no I like Embiid no. I'm no. not sure one he can't stay fit and two I just think his style of play is not conducive to okay. winning uh, okay he's had a lot of ch- he's, had, he's had a lot of series that were winnable winnable mm-hmm. and he's just fallen short every okay, time okay so um, Luka Doncic no yes I don't think again his style of play, so that's a no from me. Okay, Tatum. No. Yes. What? No, you don't think Tatum no, can be no, the best player no, on a championship no, team? No, 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 he was no, in the no. finals last that's, year, and, and we saw how that went. Yeah, not to be reductive. Just, yeah, he not played to be bad, reductive, but, but I did, don't think. Did the Clipper? Did the Celtics have a better roster than Golden State? Yes. Man for man. Experience. Okay, I'll give you that. That's XP right there. I'll give you that. So you think Tatum? I think just Tatum, needs just needed that experience to push him over the top. I think this year, like I even said it, if. The Celtics go to the finals against most of the teams that are in the West that are going to the playoffs. Do we think they're beating the Bucks? No. Yes. Yes. No. Okay. Yes. I think the Celtics. So, okay, so you get. So we're saying yes to Tatum. Yeah? No. Yes. We're not saying yes. I'm saying yes. No. Right, I'm well, saying yes. I, I'm also saying no. But I'm, it's slim pickings. I hear your argument. I don't think your argument's a bad one. It's slim pickings at the top. No. no. <laughs> no, no, no. Wow, that was a real base, you know. And this is with all due respect to Devin, um, Devin Booker's game, but there's not a chance. No. Okay, Steph Curry. Obviously. Yes. So K- KD. KD. So yeah. at, we're, we're we're at less than ten at the moment. Yeah. In the whole, in and the if, whole you go, and if, if we go one before, if we go through the top twenty-five well, players, some, like, some of the younger guys maybe are too young, like or Jar Moran or yeah, no yeah. Anthony Edwards. Maybe, maybe them guys are a bit too young. Even to, like Trey Young, you're not going to be the best player in a yeah, team. Like, no. Trey, Trey Young's a no. Trey Young's like, Trey, Trey a no. But people would say like even like okay, here's a good one, Damian Lillard. No. No. We can but, clearly see no. But. Again, if you say that they put better pieces around him, no. could he have won a chip? No, he has, he's let, at, he's let, at let, prime let, number let, one. But he's let, one of let, the let's best just, players. Let's, okay, thought exercise. Who are the best two players you could put around Damian Lillard that's not better than him and could say they could, this could be a championship team? Well, that's could, not better than where you rank him. Could, could Damian Lillard and Brandon Ingram win a championship? No. Mm, no. No, not in the West. That's points. Could, could Damian Lillard and Jalen Brown win the championship? No. You say Jalen Brown? Jalen Brown. No. no. The no. point is no. the, fa- the fact the fact there's only one ring and there's thirty teams 
means it's very, very hard to have one player who you can say is Cat. a best player. Damien Lillard and Cat, can they win a championship? No. Yes. Surround them with defenders. Uh, no. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. I no. think they could. I okay. think they could do a deep run at okay. least. Ask your question right now. Take Cat off of the Timberwolves. Yep. Put Damien Lillard on the Timberwolves. The rest of the roster remains the same. Damien Lillard, Anthony Edwards, Jaden McDaniels, Kyle Anderson, Rudy Gobert. Could he win a championship with that team? No. Yes. He'll go further than he has with, with you Portland. Don't think so. But he's got, he'll go further. He won't, he won't win, but he'll go further than he's going with Portland. So two elite scorers and three quality defenders can't win a championship. And one of the, and the best in defensive in, big in, in, in practice, the league. In practice, it sounds great. It does, right? In, but in reality, <laughs> and what we've seen... Next question. Would Damien Lillard be the best player on that team? Yes. Yep. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, Anthony Edwards is 21 years old. That's a dumb yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think it's a. Ch- I, <laughs> well, like I said, at, at the top, at the top, it's just very slim pickings of who you can say is the bona fide best player and can lead a team to a championship. It's less than ten. It's less than ten. Yeah, and that's. I think that's the same in the NBA in every single era. Agreed. Yeah. So again, in some eras, it's probably even less than that. Yeah. Some people might be just about five. Like you got Charles Barkley, can't win Jack. Calm alone. We won't we'll mention that guy. Can't win Jack. But just finally, before we obviously get into the, we're in the main bones of the pod now. But before we get into it further, I just want to talk about the Suns um, and KD injured again. But we'll talk about they how they're playing. They, they look good though. And they look good yeah, though. Anyone look? Anyway, anyone with KD look good, bro? It's just like no, 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 K- they look K- scary. KD, good. KD generates so much basketball. Like Joshua Kogi is getting like wide open threes. <laughs> Even Booker, like Booker's getting more space. He could, he could, he could make a peppermint tea by the time it takes someone to. Obviously, that, people's gonna leave Joshua Kogi open anyway. But like, shout it's, out my brother. Now looks as a team. If I'm on the court, the one thing I would hate to see against me is KD looking like he's enjoying playing. He looks like he... Because the thing about KD is... He doesn't want to lead the offense. He just wants to have a good time. He just wants to hoop, bro. I, 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 I must say, though... People calling that team a super team. I'm, I have a, I, it's nah. not a super team. I, I take umbrage with that because nah. Chris Paul is 57 years old. Ayton is not the guy. DeAndre, Ayton, DeAndre Ayton cannot post me up. Like, so <laughs> we've got two elite Who's super on that team? Two, <laughs> we've got two elite players in KD and Booker. Mm-hmm. And Booker's maybe baby elite. You have like, the point like, guard. Like light skin elite. You have the point and then, guard. No, we don't. We have the, the point guard. We have a slightly more fit Andre Miller. Wow, that's not what we're gonna do. Uh, yeah, because really? again, CP at, at forty for what they're paying him, I I'm, I don't expect much more. I think you know what CP three is probably very the good. most disrespected guard of all time. That's fine. Do we think they that's look fine. good enough to win a championship? Yes, yes. But who's, if he stays fit, who's, and they're scared okay, Josh, the okay, Josh, we know Josh Okogie on the perimeter could really could really lock shit down. Yeah. Who else? KD. I'm 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 not banking on KD. I'm I'm not banking on KD. I'm not banking on KD at thirty four to start K- to lock K- in defensively. KD as as a as a off ball rim protector, fantastic. Provide some value but as a primary lock in defender. Not a chance. But like, who's KD? It's he's like right now. Like, he's he, he's seven foot tall, but like. He could, he could provide some rim protection, but you you won't you aren't gonna want to rely on him. You're gonna, it's, not, like, it's not he's not he's not he's not your main guy for. He's it. not gonna be the main guy. But how many superstars in the league would you say are the main guys for for lockdown defense? Again, it's it's like who can lead an offense. Again, it's just it's very very small who can anchor a defense in that way. However, I just don't expect that from him at this stage in his life. The same way we don't talk about LeBron defending anymore. Yeah, we're but, not gonna talk about KD defending. There is value, which is fine. However, 
You just need to make the most of the value that he has because once you start relying on KD as a primary defender, there is also zero chance that he's going to be as effective as he should be on offense. No, but what you said is like Josh Okoge can be your primary defender. KD can do a job on the perimeter. Yeah, but KD can do your job on the perimeter for the second person if need be. Like if you're, let's say you're going against um, Minnesota, cool, Okoge. Guard Anthony Edwards. KD, you can guard someone else that's going to get it. Guard Mike Conley if you need to. Cat? Who's guarding Cat? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's barbecue chicken. But that's fine. Both, both ways. <laughs> both ways. Like that's, and that's fine. But even, to be fair, you could get KD to guard Cat in this day and age because Cat don't really go to the post too much. Um, well, the, 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 the best way to guard Cat, well, the, the way people guarded Cat last year was by putting the smaller power forward on him and having the... um. And having the the rim protector on as a help defender. Okay. And then KD can do that job. And, and and because we had Jared Vanderbilt, who you'll find this out in the playoffs if you make it there. They didn't guard Jared Vanderbilt. They just left him to it, and put two guys on Cat, smaller guy. F- sent the double at him immediately, forced him to t- turn Cat into a passer. We know Cat could pass the ball, but he's not a passer. He's not Jokic. Yeah, like, no he's, one's Jokic. He, he's turning the ball over like. Three out of five times, at least. Okay. <laughs> so, but yeah, but back to the Suns in that sense. Of course, KD as a help defender has value, but he's not, what, he's, not what, he's not your primary function. But again, we're now relying. Why do they do look like a championship team? I wouldn't call them a super team. They're relying on three injury-prone players who are all fantastic players. Yes. KD, right. Chris Paul, and Booker. Booker. We, we give him Booker injury-prone. One thousand percent. I wouldn't say a thousand percent. I say like eighty-five. Eighty-five. That's more. That's basically a hundred. Nah, we're 50, we're 15 no, away. it's not basically. It's, it's almost. It's eighty-five. We're, 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 50, we're fifteen away from hundred. Eighty-five. I think Booker's a fantastic player, but I think again, again, he's he's benefiting from the space of having KD. And yeah. What he's done, thirty-five plus in four games straight, like a franchise record mm-hmm. or something like that. Again, benefiting from space, giving I, us twenty-six points, twenty-seven point six a game. If I'm a Suns fan, I'ma give this like after the trade than what I've seen so far a four star. I'm going to give it four stars. I'll give it three and a half. I'll give it four. I'll give it three If you're giving the Lakers two and a half, you think that this ain't at least a one point? I'll give them a two. No, you give no, the Lakers two and a half. I'll give them two. We, we, gave, we, three, we gave Dallas a two. No, we gave um, we gave Minnesota a two and a half. We no, he gave, gave Minnesota a, a three. Then there's a two. Sorry, I'll, I'll give it a two. <laughs> Lakers are a two. I'm going to give the Suns a four star. I I'm like going, what I'm I go, see. I'm going injury prone because I'm seeing from the jump. Okay, 76, 78, that's fine. 54, 64. Hmm. 70, 67, 68, 39. I'm not going to go injury I'm not saying injury prone for that. Dreams? I don't, that doesn't sound like injury prone. That's not injury prone. There's guys. There's, there's guys. Zion Williamson. 54, 64. Two seasons in a row. Load management. Um, the fifty-four season was that the season where we played less games though. Mm-hmm. Could have been COVID was in eighteen. No. Seventeen, eighteen. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Then we played sixty-four. Then seventy. Then sixty-seven. Then sixty-eight. And now thirty-nine. This season, I would definitely say he's been injury prone. Mm. I think he's had enough time. I, 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 would, I, enough I, I wouldn't say historically he's been injured. Of course, I think he's just had enough spells out that he's been injured and it's not been it's not been beneficial. To I him. think a lot of players are missing games these days, man. Yeah, yeah we, we we touched on that last episode, but off moving on from the teams from the trade that trade deadline, we've now got to touch on something that's also been circulating NBA news for the last few days, and it is JJ Redick versus Kendrick Perkins, and the crux of that is the MVP debate. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. And I think we need to have some honest discussions about this. I think a lot of people have, t- have, have taken the, they've they taken the debate to a place where it doesn't need to be. I, but at the same time, I, I think, think a lot of people have an issue with um, Luka Doncic winning. F- Luka, um, Nikola Jokic winning three MVPs in a row. Rightfully I, so. I think if he didn't win it last year, they would have. It's nothing. They, they would have been less upset about this one. Hundred percent. I think people are saying they keep moving the goalposts to suit whatever argument. That's every year, every suit. single year. That's but every I feel year. like I feel like every year. Someone people come up with a new criteria, a new criteria to give it to or whoever they use stats that, or they use stats that they didn't care about so to like, validate. So like your last argument. year, statistically, Jokic was far and away like the number one guy, but he didn't have the wins to to support that. So they so they gave him the excuse of his best two players missing. Cool. This year's best two players are back. They have one of the best records in the NBA. Jokic's stats are off the charts. So this year he has a better argument than he did last year, mm-hmm. right? So if you're not gonna give it to him last year. The year before, if you're gonna give it to him last year, and the year before, I'm, I'm trying to remember. He won it during the he won it during the the post bubble season, right? Yep. Yes. When they should have given it to Giannis. I can't remember that season. Bro, that season's like a blur. Who won the title that year? Did, did the Bucks win it that year? Yeah. That season's like a blur. Giannis <laughs> <That's laughs> so, well, so, has won two straight, and again, people keep saying voter fatigue, and I again personally don't believe in that because we've had debates in the group chat, we've had debates in person. I think the years that Giannis won it, he was so overwhelmingly like. Supposed but to even win. the year that he was supposed to win the third in a row, they've basically they've said to they've said to Jordan more or less in the past. Listen, brother, we're not giving it to these this year. We've yeah, got to share the wealth. Come along, got a few. We've got to share the wealth. Dubious MVP. And I think Steve Nash got a dubious MVP. Oh, of course, Kobe's only got one MVP. Okay. Tim Duncan's only got one MVP. Okay. Now, can Tim, Tim Duncan has two. Two. Okay, he's got two okay. MVPs. But I don't I don't see what the problem with them having one or two because like could you argue that like in Kobe's case the yeah, issue is one more. the fact that why is it problem in all that? the years of the dominant players it's only Larry Bird and Nikola and Nikola Jokic who are the only three Peters in MVP okay so for example if you want to talk about like dominance rise right so let's go with LeBron James like he's Should've dominated he's them dominated the league could have had three for, straight he could have but he didn't but because voter fatigue isn't a thing if the same people are voting Yes, it's, yes. Just, it's just basically them saying mm, we don't want to give it to anymore. We we'll just give it to and then bake the new criteria. And Russell Westbrook's my guy. Shouldn't have had one of those. Should have been hardened. Should have been hardened. But again, hardened. when you have people in the media who have their narrative, and again you have some voters on the panels like owners. Jerry Colangelo was on the panel once for the MVP voting. It just they they pointed they point the MVP voting in the direction that they'd like to take. But I I, I get it. But saying that people okay. So for example, right. I think we Kobe, just need Kobe to be Bryant, honest. Kobe Bryant had dominance. Tim Duncan had dominance. They were the best players in the league at a given time. Michael Jordan, same way. But, for example, Yanis is the best player in the league. Jokic has won it twice. Jokic ain't the best player in the league. It's about what you perform in that year. And if someone has, has but, but been... But if that's the case, no, he should never know, have won it as a six seed. No, but I know that Shaq um, has, should have won it for Steve Nash like cool. But it's the best performance in the year for that year. Not about it's not who's dominating they, the era. It's not because they change the, the criteria of who they want to win all the time. Of course, but then you can change we the criteria. To, but there's, a, there's, a over, there's an overwhelming statement of you have been one of the best performers this season. And if that's the case, Yanish should have three straight as well. But he doesn't. Men- Shaq should probably have three straight, but he doesn't as well. And again, it's not a case of us saying, oh, the voters are racist, because we're not saying that. But we can at least say and acknowledge there is some sense of maybe a bias. Because again, the way Kendrick Perkins has presented the argument, is yeah. like you talk with your boys, it's not the yeah, best, yeah. He's not the best person. It's, well. it's Kendrick then, Perkins. And then JJ, while, again, some people have said he didn't frame it in a way to be condescending, he was just saying he was a bit annoyed with the narrators being out there. He also has a point but doesn't have a point 
Because what Kendrick Perkins is saying isn't wrong, but what JJ Reddick's saying isn't wrong as well. So where do we fall in that for, you, for yourself, Reem? Um, I think... I don't know. I think... I don't... I, I, I kind of get why Kendrick Pers- Kirk Perkins will feel like that, but I think the main issue is not even the fact that Jokic is white. I think it's the fact that he's not American. Yes. I think xenophobia is a bigger injury because... Agreed. A bigger injury, a bigger issue because even even Yanis, we see a lot of these things with Yanis as well. Like, um, the American basketball... They're not a fan of the European plays being not, at the height that they are now. Yeah, but I think maybe Jokic and Luka get a bit more hype because they're white as well. And obviously, there's there's the, most of the NBA commentators are white, like pundits, media guys. Mm. So there will be that unconscious bias. But I think it's more xenophobia. They don't like American people not winning it, not winning it. Like you know what I mean? Like I feel they'd rather like if if maybe Jokic was a white American, I'd probably Perk would be like hundred percent white. But like yeah. we see the same things with with Giannis as well. Yep. There's a bias against Giannis as well from basketball from players, basketball players mm-hmm. from James basketball Harden. commentators. He, he just run and dunk. I can do that too. And so, and one thing about like as, to go on your point, they hate even how the European players talk about the NBA. Oh yeah, in Europe it's harder to play, man. It's harder to score. Yeah, harder like, to score. I, I prefer playing here. It's easier for me. So but then, guys, American guys have gone to Europe and, and made that same point. Yeah. So like, it's not that they're not but trying they to take the pieces. They ain't in line for MVPs. The game is different, <laughs> like. So yeah, I think. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, and in some spheres, as it always does online, it's been taken to places where it shouldn't be. But at the same time, I think there's at least a small acknowledgement of some bias in the sense. But then again, if he wins it, he wins it. Because again, when it comes down to the end of his career, no one's really going to say, oh, he's the only person who won three straight. They're just going to see it like, oh, crap, oh, he's got three MVPs. That's nice. I'm on the standpoint of this, right? This is just like my final take for it is... If you want, and to be fair, like Jeff actually said it in the group chat to me, yeah. it's like if you want to take away one of his MVPs, it's not this season. Not this this season, season, he deserves it more than anyone else. It, it would be last season. It no, not last, last season. season. The season before. I, I cannot remember the season. That's, that's the year that Yannis should have won it. When, what, when what, what, won what seed did they finish that? that Sixth. Year? Sixth. He won it. MVP six seed. Yeah, that was the shortened season though, wasn't it? So like the records, records wise, it wasn't that much difference in terms yeah, it was, of like, it the wins. was the year after the bubble. Yeah, yeah so like they, we only they only played like seventy two seven, games. 72 yeah. games. So for me, if you wanted to give him a, if you wanted to take away an MVP and argue that he shouldn't have won it in those years, then cool. But to take away the MVP because you just feel like he shouldn't win it because of a whole other external situation from he's actually playing like one of the best players in the league. Averaging a triple double as a center. I'm not disputing the fact of how he's best record. This year. That's not the case. I think, I think second best record in the NBA this season. Yeah. Like he's he's, play, he's playing like an MVP. This I think season. we should I have just need to be honest record as well because um, just need to be honest to about the, voting. The listener questions. Yeah. I got something for you for that. We just need to be honest about the voting and the fact MVP criteria isn't what it was yeah. once was. It changes every there year. There is no fucking criteria. There's man. no criteria. They just do what, just they, what want. they want to do in the year, man. Mm. And then and then they decide from there. And if they have a favorite who they want to win it that person most likely is going to win it because there's a voice in the media who say this person is yeah. going this way and more often than not you'll see them be it Bill Simmons be it whoever that's where voting would more often head yeah so we can move on from that um, but again he's quite clearly probably the MVP this he, year he's winning that man he's winning that so that's a shame um, Demetrius the next point of discussion oh lord Demetrius Demetrius they called him Ja Warrant Morant lord they're calling them Jar Warrant. They're calling them Clarence. They're calling them. They're calling them. They're calling them a lot of things. They call him NBA Dumboy. NBA Dumboy. <laughs> they're calling my guy a lot of things. In fact, that's not my guy. I don't co-sign the behavior. I ain't mad at you, big bro. 
but I can't I can't co-sign that. I see the dread inspiration. This is it. <laughs> no, nah, bro. Listen, I'm I'm older than Jar, so he, he he got it from me. So, I right, listen. I I've, where do we begin? I've loved Jar Moran as a player. Murray State boy. Think he's a great player. I think he's I think he's a uh, the kids love him like he's like one of the new faces of the league. 100%. But yeah. bro, it comes to a point in time where Stop drinking. Bro. No, they're not even that, man. Just don't be dumb. Use your I don't I can't co-sign stupidity, bro. Bro. Like I, I, I've turned a blind eye to some of the other allegations. Maybe like what, like the peeing up the kid and the, I the, think the be- maybe yeah. maybe 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 the kid was being a dickhead or it gets like that. The obviously the, the Indiana Pacers one, like yeah. they investigated and maybe that was cap. Yeah. yeah. But this he did this on his own accord. It was his own Instagram live. Why the hell did he have that? And also. If it was on his Instagram live and it was in the club, it means he has brought it onto the team playing from another state. So he's also like... That's an all-mic like, 50 game suspension. Yep. And he only got four. No, he got nothing from the league. I only got a four-game four four game, four now. Four game leave from the team. Four now. We, they're investigating it still, I believe. Um, I think the investigation is done. What I want to know is like, what is his angle? Because, okay, cool. What's he trying to prove? Ultimately, I think with the NBA, it's a lot of young black kids will be honest American dream to make professional sports mm-hmm. and then he's now and he's been well documented speaking about it that his dad could have probably played in the league or played professional sports found out his mum was pregnant so decided to work cool. and made sure that he didn't have to do the things that he would do if he wasn't working cool. so he built, story. built the hoop in the garden made sure he stayed out of trouble went to a good school you'd, you'd say I wouldn't want to assume but you'd say that was a decent living in a sense so he didn't almost struggle didn't get the offers he wanted, but that's again, that's more sporting struggle than personal. But he's now made it to the league, going the hard way, similar to Lillard, gone to a small, unrecognized school and played his way into recognition. Great and story. he's here now. He's getting paid. So changed you know, his you know, family's life. He changed his family's life. Changes people around. Has he life. got his super max yet, or is he still on his rookie yeah, contract? Yeah, he got. He got. Yeah, got started this season. Started this season. He'll kick in from next season. So like two thirty. Two thirty. And these these are fully guaranteed contracts. So you're changing your family's lives for the next few generations if you're good with your money. If that. So that's that's just the NBA contract. Don't forget about the Nike and then deal. The, bro. And then the Nike deal that's put up your own shoe. So mm-hmm. you, you don't have to prove to anything to anyone anymore. We don't care if you're not. You're not banging guns. You're not doing whatever. You're rich, bro. Like it's cool. You did. You got to where you wanted to be. You don't need to go back to. For where me, don't it get is. rich and then turn into a gangster. That, that's crazy. That's hustling backwards. It's hustling in reverse. Bro. <laughs> and for me, it's like it's hustling in reverse. In, in the league, there's so many stories of the people that came from that environment that just wanted to get out of it. Why are you trying to, to be go, part to go of back, it, Go bro. back into it. Like, come on, bro. Like, make good business decisions. Like, it's just. And for me, it's one of this. It's this. This is a key thing for me. Obviously, we know. Well, a lot of the listeners and you lot will know my my connection to it of like where I work right yeah. and it's like you saw a whole person get dropped and you replaced them because of things that they were doing on social media exactly and now you go into social media and not, and not even a year later this is silly like stuff. this is like 3 months later like you are actually just doing nonsensical stuff and I can't co-sign it now again I love you as a player I think you're one of the most exciting players in the league to see where you're going to grow to but the one thing that you're also going to have and it's we know what the NBA is. It's a it's a business at the same time, right? Hundred percent. So you're now gonna have a target on your back for a long time of your career until you disprove some of this nonsense. And it is from a specific type of people that you're not gonna win against. R.I.P. I want to say something as well. R.I.P. David Stern. While some of his decisions were questionable and he wasn't the most progressive, e.g., the dress code, yep. the AI, and other things, Melo said it on a podcast recently. Like he just said, "Listen, bro, I know where you stay at. Mm-hmm. Basically, you're a grown man." 
if you want these things, you need to you need to behave yourself. And I personally co-signed that um, co-signed that statement because again, R.I.P. David Stern. Well, I don't agree with everything that he might have done regarding black players and how they should accord accord themselves. That was one thing. That was facts because when you start teetering on the edge and maybe doing things you maybe shouldn't, especially when you're in the public eye, you just need someone to say like, "Listen, bro, stop all that." And just if you want to be if you if you want to be here, it's cool. Because end of the day, it's a business. I'll and just put it, I'll just put it like this. It's let, let's go into the business side of things, right? To an extent, like let's say you're the NBA. You have certain players like when they're younger, you want them to become the face of the NBA, right? We've always had this thing of image of it. The face of the NBA for so long has been LeBron James, yeah. and he's like the stand-up person. But you can't expect anyone to be perfect. You've had Michael Jordan, who had his addictions and problems. Who cares? The NBA don't care about those kind of things. You've had them calling players thugs in the past. I come from that era. And that's fine. That. But like, if you're gonna look at who the next in line to be the face of the NBA was, Jar Morant was one of those names. Like depending on where you be, where you became as a player in the league, yep. No matter, I think let's say it was self like in five years he's gonna be it. In five years, even if he's the man, I don't think they're gonna promote him the same way anymore. And I think Gilbert Arenas was saying it like you was the tier one player. They're now gonna treat you like tier two for at least three years. And it's it's it's, it's that's it's, the fact behind it's it. Own doing. It's a shame as well. It's really a shame because again, it's all his own personal doing. But. I think he just really should behave himself because, man, I'm not really sure. I I, I think he's 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 gonna mess up his endorsements. He's gonna mess up like the way people people look at him. And he was really he was really um, geared up to be the face. Yeah. You don't get you don't get shoe deals a year or two in unless they really believe in you, mm-hmm. especially from Nike because they don't give stuff away for free. Ooh, Especially depends. Someone got their shoe deal as well. Who's that Zion? Uh, oh, well, there's a signature shoe. Then no. I mean, I mean. But I was gonna say um, um Banchero, with, Jordan Brand, didn't it? With oh. Ad, with Adidas, if you make it to the All Star game, you get a shoe deal. You so, get a shoe. so Anthony Edwards has got his Adidas shoe deal now, which is like massive because he's in Minnesota. Like, yeah, two Minnesotas getting shoe deals. Hey, Andrew, Andrew Riggins got it. Remember, I Cra- remember crazy, that. crazy boost. AW. That, that's that, that's because he was like the most hyped and that's high school prospect. Awful. <laughs> since like LeBron. So ultimately, I think. <laughs> All our young listeners, all our old listeners, just make better business decisions because yeah, again, Jamarant, you're a fantastic player, but you don't have to prove anything to anybody. You've made it out to supposed who you've come from because again, don't want to comment on anyone's personal situation. But you're here now. You're in the NBA, and you've come from a time, or your dad's come from a time at least, where they were calling players thugs, and you're all you're always seen as this positive role model, giving kids shoes and mm-hmm. being nice, being a good dad, a good father to your daughter, like. These are part of the things. You're not a young man. You're, you're a young man, but you're not a child anymore. And you know, you, you're a face of a franchise. So one you point should act accordingly. One point I would make on this situation is down to the also the team, the role models you have around you. And his dad's I think, always around you. Not, not even just his dad, but like let's just look at it as like a, your team around you, like your players, right? Because like people saying like, oh, Stephen Adams is angry at this thing because he's one of the senior players. But if you look at the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, one person you have around you is a thug called Desmond Bain. No, not Desmond Dylan Bain. Sorry, Brooks. Dylan Brooks. Brooks. Chill out, Des. Yeah, no, no, Chilo Desmond Bain's my guy. Sorry, <laughs> you, got, you got Desmond Bain doing nonsense, body. right? But then also, what I, like the, the if I'm if I'm right, correct me if I'm wrong. Anyone, like, just tweet me and say the Memphis Grizzlies are the third youngest team on average Something age. Like that. They're very, I think they're averaging they're, very, very they're average age like twenty four point four years old. They're a very young team. So even when you're doing these silly things, who do you look to? You Dylan Brooks. They're vet is Stephen Adams who's still somehow in his 20s. Exactly. (laughs) Been in the league for 15 years. While Stephen Adams is the enforcer on the court to make sure his guys don't get hurt, he'll pick them up. Off the court, I wouldn't assume he's the most vocal. I 
think Stephen Adams could give a shit off the court. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think he cares about basketball off the court. Yeah. He's just like, all right, cool, boys. I'll see you at the game. Yeah. <laughs> let, let me get my seven offensive rebounds, okay, and we will play. That's I'll it. Probably go fishing or something like that. <laughs> Listen, he, he don't care one. So, bit. so yeah, I think there's also no one for him to turn to in the organization to say, brother, what are you doing? Like a little bit of guidance, and I think it's not like it's someone's fault for that, but that's also a, an aspect to take. I think into that comes it. with franchises where your best player is a young boy, not a young boy, a young man. And it's very hard, like you said, it's down to the guidance around you, be it your inner circle or the team structure. And I don't know much about the Grizzlies head office in that sense. So it also depends. So, for example, I wouldn't expect stuff like this to happen if he played for Miami, for example. I don't care about Miami. Again, just similar, just because of the fact it's Pat Riley. I don't Riley. It's, it's, it's Pat Riley and Spo, you would assume. I don't want to hear a, them names either. There'd be a tighter grip on things because, again, I don't you know. don't see these things normally happen. And again, we've come from a place where there have been guns in the locker room before, so it's already something we've moved away from. And the image of NBA players is they're not gritty and hard like they were before, coming from all walks of life. They're very much, not all of them, some of them AAU ballers, they've gone to good schools, they've now made it into the league. It's very much like groomed from them from younger. But yeah, yeah. The, the closing thing on that for myself would just be, like I said, make better business decisions. Make and better business decisions, man. Again, it's not the end for him because I don't think anyone, I, think, I don't think this is the sort of thing that he can't come back from because again, he's still very, very young. Got a rebrando. Yeah, he's definitely just got to just say, put his hands up and hey, say sorry. I was mm-hmm. an idiot um, and just take it from there yep. because again you're still a fantastic player and unfortunately with all things sports wise if you play well don't forget the rest <laughs> so maybe potentially I just don't think they going to promote him anymore yeah so this is it but I think we should get into some listener questions this is coming to the end of the pod I yep. think I can we, get cracking on those listeners questions so we've got, got a few, we got a few. We got a few in, so and I got can... some smoke for you lot as well. You lot are asking some wild ass questions. So uh, we can get started on listeners' questions. So Celtics question first. Celtics question. Celtics question first. I hate him. From Viv underscore one 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 one. Shout out Viv. What adjustments does Missoula need to make, especially in the playoffs? None. They're playing fine. I think you just have to. You just have to bring out the best elements in your players. Now, again, you can have changed a bit of rotations. You can't have a 12-man rotation in the playoffs. Like, yeah, we know all these kind of things. But in terms of adjustments, make sure that the correct players are getting the right amount of touches at the right amount of time. That comes into an experience of coaching. But I think, as I said earlier in the pod, those players have learned that. Beforehand, it was Tatum is, hey, it's me, shoot. Oh, I can do my spin move shot. If it's clanking, move the ball. And that's what all he's got to do is just make sure that the mentality is there of we need to win. We don't need you. We don't need you to play hero ball to win for us. We're going to win as a team. And that's all it is. I don't think there's anything like a big adjustment where you can't play these. No, there is one. You can't play Grant Williams. Uh, uh, He's given them good minutes over the years. Yeah, we're not a charity. We're trying to win a championship. Not not we because I'm not a Celtics fan, but they're trying to win the championship. I hear that. It's like when Draymond said, "Hey, the turnaround on Grant Williams has been insane. Yeah, crazy. Because in the playoffs last year, they were saying he was the Giannis stopper, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know which was I mean? crazy because he wasn't really. But they just gave it. They were, they were calling people LeBron stoppers if, if they have five good minutes against him. It wasn't much, but it was and on his work. Twenty nine <laughs> stopper. Giannis got twenty eight. Stopped him. I mean, it's still twenty eight. Like, but oh, again, LeBron got forty two. Oh, but damn, not on thirty one percent. But what you'd have to him. look at is. What you'd have to look at is, can he give that, give that to you again in the playoffs? I don't think that's likely. I, pff, that, I think if, you, if you're going to say an adjustment, that's probably the max they can do. But I think the Celtics look perfectly fine. They look set to win the East. That's my take. 
Rooms, what about you? Any adjustments that Missoula can make to further their chances? I don't know. Especially I think, in the playoffs? I'm not really sure what. Just, they just got to be, they just got to stay healthy. Um, I think having Derek White and Malcolm Brogdon off, off your bench is insane. Mm-hmm. Room pressure is mm-hmm. also key, which, which we've been saying for a long time now. Looking at their roster, what can they re- what adjustments can they really make? It's still going to be the same tight 7-8 rotation. Yeah, when, 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 when the playoff com- comes, it's going to be their starting five, so that's going to be what? Rob Will, Al Horford, Tatum, Tatum, Tatum Brown, Brown Smart, 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 Derek White, Malcolm Brogdon. Brogdon. There might be one more guy that cracks that rotation. Is that going to be Grant Williams? Potentially. Mm. Sam Hauser? Who's it, who's it going to be? Um, it's going to be. It's probably going to be Williams, right? Yeah. Because the, um, one of the bigs are going to need a rest. Yeah, I think it'll be that. So. It depends. Like, they, they will still give Pritchard minutes. You think so? I don't think they'll give. They got Derek White and Malcolm Brogdon. What's Pritchard getting minutes minutes for? Oh, when they're blowing out teams. Oh, (laughs) that's fine. Gallinari can maybe touch court a little here and there. Like they have, and again, like okay, I don't think Blake Griffin's gonna get minutes like that. But they have a good rotation of even if we need to fill in a little space here, someone's muscles might be strained or whatever like that. Who? Like. Someone didn't Gallinari You say Blake Griffin Like No I'm just saying They haven't No 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 Same mom's life Blake Griffin is still in the league That's what I said That's what I said No 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 you can just throw him in. If you're up 15, you can throw him in for the last bro, two minutes. He's not on a fine. Bro, he's not Kobe. This ain't a retirement tour. They're you you fine, don't bro. need those, those three like, minutes on the bench, I th- bro. I think, I think um, they still have um, Mascalo as well or something like that. Just throw these oh, players they, they in. Did, they, they did trade for Mike Mascalo. Yeah, throw these I, players in for I don't no know if he's seeing minutes in the playoffs. He might see minutes in the, in the first round. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they're three up. games, throw him in. I think if you go against a team that has like a big, slow... Okay, against like Joel Embiid, I'd play Muscala, right? Because Muscala's going to pull him out to the perimeter. Mm-hmm. We know he's not going to be comfy on the perimeter. Like. Mm-hmm. And so you could, you, could, you could play five out. And you clear paint for Brown yeah. or Tatum to drive, you even could, smart. Yeah, you could play five out with like Al Horford, Muscala, and like the, re- the rest of the, the wings. Okay, next question we got from Max90. I think this is a fairly simple one. Who is the current? Who is the best current player who you think will never win a regular? Oh, it's not easy at all. That's who is a the, great who question. Who is the best current player who you think will never win a regular season MVP? Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, he's never won an MVP, is he? Yeah, so let, let, let's 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 think about oh. this. LeBron's won one. LeBron's got one. LeBron's won one. Giannis has won one. Jokic has won one. He's not getting one. AD, Kawhi's better than AD. AD's um, not getting one either. Embiid. Luca could get one. one. Jason Tatum could get one. Embiid it, could get one. I don't think Embiid's gonna get one. He could though. Like, How old is Embiid? Twenty-eight. Yeah, like that's that's still young. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. So, Embiid could get one. Embiid could get one. He can go yeah. crazy. Luca could get one. And recently, we've been seeing the bigger man trend in terms of MVPs. We've got the last four if or five. If it's not Kawhi, then it's Damian Lillard. Yeah, I would say. If it's not Damian Lillard, Lillard, then it's Devin AD. Booker. AD. Paul George. AD. Devin, Devin, Devin AD. It's AD. It's AD. It's AD. AD. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say. I'm happy with Kawhi. If all still. these players reach their ceilings, I'm gonna take the question into like a little bit, little bit more context. If all these players reach their ceilings in their career, like when they're meant to, Devin Booker will still never win an MVP. Yeah, but he will still be the best. Oh yeah, to be fair. Yeah, but he'll be if he reaches the ceiling, probably he's gonna be like a top five player, and he still won't win an MVP. I don't think. I don't think Devin Booker's ceiling's a top five player personally. But in the league of the players that we have right now, no. Are you serious? It's not for me, but that's nice. If you retire KD, Kawhi, Steph, LeBron, Yanis, so all the best players in the league, all the older best players in the league that are hitting 26, 27. Yanis and, and, uh, and okay, maybe Booker not Yanis, but Yanis and Booker are the same age. Yeah, that's fine, but in. Like even if you retire the KDs, Kawhis, um, LeBron, Stephs, and stuff, like when they're gone and the new flock come in, which is your Tatum's, your Booker's, and all these kind of players, Booker can be a top five player in the league if you're talking about the ceiling that they can reach, and he's still going to win MVP. 
I guess. So yeah. Oh, boy. I'm gonna say Booker. Slim pickings. I'm gonna go for the younger gents in that one. I'm gonna probably go with Reams had Kawhi, you've got Booker. I'm gonna go with Lillard. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. I think yeah, for the ceiling that he's reached, especially being making NBA seventy five as well. Yeah, he's never gonna win MVP. But then we'll say CP three, isn't it? Oh, not a chance. He's a, he both a that's a no that's chance. a point guard. No, no, he's not. Oh, you lot are haters, man. I'm big. The CP three haters. CP so zero. disgusting. CP zero. So shameless. Over facts. I've got no qualms being that at all. So, what other questions have we got here? Here we go. From Nabil Nabil Wanada. Oh, that's a real throwback. Butchering his name. It's, it's Nabil Wanada. Gone. There you go. That's a, that's a real throwback. So, I ain't heard Wanada in forever, but I digress. Uh, players you guys are most looking forward to watching the playoffs this year, plus who has the most to gain and lose. Ooh. Let's let's hit the first one first. So, who are we looking forward to seeing in the playoffs this year? In the first one, let's go two players each. Anthony Edwards. Okay, you got Ant. I have got. I'm such a hater, but I would like to see what Jokic is on in the playoffs. Okay, I got one. I got a sleeper. I'm excited to see what De'Aaron Fox is saying. Ah, yeah, the Kings oh, are gonna be yeah. box office. That's a good one, touch yeah. me. That's a good one. The Kings, are, De'Aaron Fox in the clutch is the scariest sight in basketball right now. He, he's getting to his spot so every single time. So the they're, they're not gonna play a lick of defense as well. So nope. it's gonna be one twenty-seven, one twenty <laughs> every game. Bro. They stay giving out those defensive chains every game, hey, bro. It's Davion Mitchell and Harrison Barnes. That's about it. No one else plays a lick of defense on that team. And every game, but like, hey, good job on defense, bro. Because <laughs> they stopped one layer for in transition. All right, cool. Next and player. Like no, 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 let's do two players each. Okay. Let's do a little rotation on it. <sighs> I think who I'm going to get the best standout picks. Who else would I like to see in the playoffs uh, that I'm most excited about? Whoa. Anyone for you, Reams? Everyone, anyone else? Yeah. Um. I think Jokic has a lot to prove in the playoffs this year. See, I, I got that okay, one. So, you go for Jokic. so I think Jokic might might let his nuts hang in the playoff this year. If they were going to make it, I would have said Lowry, but they're not going to make it. So what Lowry? Marketing. Marketing. Oh, for you man, Kyle. I'm about to fight people. I'm about to swing Not a chance. Not a chance. I'm about to swing and bang it. Not a chance. Not a chance. Man was trying to see booty jiggle in the playoffs. Yo, 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 What's his name again? Uh, what, what Evan Mobley's on? Evan Mobley, oh, Cavaliers. Yeah, I want to see. What, I want to see what hey, he's on. Hey, there's some interesting matchups in the East. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm saying. The Cavaliers mm-hmm. could be a little. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could be a little. I got one more. Oh, but see, I got a few players. Like I actually had. I, I we can say a play, we can say a few. I, I'm gonna do some honorable mentions afterwards. But I think my second pick is going to be. And I don't know why this season he's just been like intriguing me in terms of how he's been playing. Hey, Julius Randle, like I, I just want to hey. see. <laughs> I'm no, lo- I, I, I'm no longer a Julius Randle hater. He be getting his game off. He be like, getting him and Jalen Brunson, Villanova, Villanova and Kentucky be cooking. That's another one. I would like to see Jalen Brown yeah? in, the, in the playoffs. Yeah. Jalen Brown sorry. or Jalen Brunson? Brunson, 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 Brunson. Last year, last he was year, he year, 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 year,
Last year on the on the podcast and last year's I was saying Jalen Brunson has the most moves in the league. No mm-hmm. one was trying to listen to me. He got jinky, but jinky, but jinky. He be getting some moves. Hey, listen, bro. So my my two would be Randall and Randall. crazy. He's got he's got he's got a counter for everything. But he's got no. Oh, listen, he's crazy. So I'm gonna go with some honorable mentions quickly because I can't lie to you. I looked at the question like an hour ago. I had like no, like two hours ago. I was like, I need to think of some them. Okay. Um, where was we? So, oh, so honourable mentions, honourable mentions that I got. Um, so I said Randall, right? So we're cool. Then I'm gonna Brunson, go Mikel Bridges, Bridges for the net, for the net. Okay. Just just to see him hoop. Um, if they make it out of the player um, play-ins, Tyrese Halberton. I, I just they're not gonna, but he would have been special. That if they make it into the play-ins, like they're only like two games behind the play-ins, so I would like to see that. I'm excited to see well, what Halliburton did to Pat Bev the Ooh. other day. He let he, hey, he let it, he dropped his nuts on his forehead. Nah, <laughs> that tweet was hilarious. Hey, hey, I'm that's, a, that. that's a crazy get back. I'm a crazy get back. Gang was in full effect. He said, I'm um, gonna get that back. My last honorable mention that I was that I would give is if they make it into the playoffs as well and then make it into the playoffs. Brandon Ingram. I just think he's got something to prove. And I think he likes to play with a chip on his shoulder. I think he just needs to prove he can stay healthy. Yeah, and that's one of them. So, yeah, those are my, those are my honourable mentions. But, yeah, I'm going to say my two that I'm most excited to see is De'Aaron Fox and... I'd like to see Sabonis. Judah, Sabonis is going to be hilarious. Nah, man. But Sabonis is going to cook. Yeah, but I, don't, I ain't he's, excited he's, to see it. He just refined his old man's moves. I ain't excited to see it. He's got a little Janae Saquon, you know, so he's got a little something, something. Mm. And then, what other questions have we got today? Here we go. So, plus, who has the most to gain and lose? That was the second part of the question. So, Memphis have the most to lose for myself from the if West. If Jar plays. No. I, 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 they talk so much, and they said they were comfy in the West, and I'm not letting this go, because you've got arguably one of the most unlikable players of all time in Dylan Brooks on their team. I'd, Facts. I'd never want to see Dylan Brooks win a basketball game ever. Honestly, ever. it's the, just the worst. And the thing is, you've got Jaron, Jaron Jackson Jr., who I actually like, like. I think he's a good player. But I just think for what they've for what they've touted themselves to be, they've not given us enough back. So they have the most to lose. Because again, while they're a young team, I've been saying what they're doing is not valid. And yes, they are third in the West. But I do not care. Because if it doesn't go their way, there's gonna be questions. Because Jaron Jackson's been paid, right? Yeah. Yeah. Jar has been he, paid. He, he didn't get a yeah. max, but he didn't get. He a max. got paid though. He got hundred. He got hundred something. I think it's hundred and thirty-two. <sighs> and then Jar has been paid, and then arguably somebody else is going to get paid from the best of the rest. And Stephen Stephen Adams is still on a big contract. So for me personally, I. Memphis have the most to lose just because of what they've touted themselves to be. I am going to... You know, I'm not going to go for a generic answer because I was going to say, like, maybe, like, the sons of Chris Paul, blah, 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 but I'm not going to fall into you lost trap of CP3, the point guard. I'm going to go with a team that I think might actually have a lot on the line. Um, Atlanta Hawks. Their dynamic don't look great and you've done a lot of moves. DeJounte Murray, I think he's such a hooper, right, by the Amazing, way. Like, yeah. I, I love DeJounte Murray. But with all, everything that you've even spoken about at the beginning of the season and then you've made all these moves, they got Nate if out you there, don't make it out of the play-ins... They got Nate out of there. Like, yeah, but if you don't make it out of the play-ins, there has to be something to be addressed. And what you've got a new coach, all of these kind of things, and all the rumours of them not liking Trey Young, it's going to have to be addressed very soon. I, like Quinn, I like Quinn Schneider, though. Yeah, so. yeah. So I think they they have probably have the most to lose, the most to gain from the playoffs. Someone um, like the someone like this um sack. I don't care that. Oh, just... I already know Miami Heat. 
because they're going to bum out so much that what they have to gain is that they're just going to trade everyone. But no, how is Sacramento still second in the West though? Because they're playing good. They just they just got there. The, the Memphis are kind of on free fall. <sighs> they're playing I, I good. Understand, I understand that. But again, I think they've got the most to gain as well. Just the fact that how long have they not been in the playoffs for now? Sacramento since 2004, Three, I believe. Four, something like that. So they've got the most game just because the fact they've, they've made it into the rave. Yeah. Them, them get, they, they, it's just going to be a we're happy to be here, man. We're happy to be here. <laughs> I think that that arena is going to be rocking. Like, it's going to be, I don't care you how many games they day, play. You know when you back in the day when you try and get into college, they say, oh, sorry, boss, no more entry. <laughs> now, now, you, now, you've made, now you've made it in on the 75th attempts and you're wearing your shinier shoe. You're just happy to be there, bro. No, facts. You don't care about the prices. You're just there. Yeah. Enjoying the moment. Okay. How many more questions we got? We got like two or three more? Yes. Let me just open those up. So, oh, here we go. Wait, who sent that question prior? Nabil Wanada. So All right. A couple of questions. Wanada, that was questions. a good question. I like that question. Oh, here we go from, oof, Ducks and Quack9. What's more likely? CP0 actually showing up when needed or Haslam stopping to stop or, or Haslam to stop wasting the roster spot and actually be of service and retire? Um, Haslam has already announced he's going to retire at the end of the season. So is that? There's that then. Listen, I'll respect to Mr. Three Hundred Five. Get on my team. I'm tired. I'm just tired. I'm tired of being tired of being tired. Like, but CP3 is gonna show up. If CP3 wins a ring, I'm I'm adding everybody. I'm gonna I'm gonna like search. You're on, gonna get carried. No, I'm gonna search on Twitter CP Zero, right? And I'm gonna add every single person who's typed it. Watch. Because I, I, I want him to win it, bro. That's greatness there, man. It's one of the best guards you've ever seen in your life. You're just hating on him. For no reason. Shout out my boy CP3, man. Nah, there's definitely reasons. <laughs> there's definitely reasons. But with that, we'll bid you adieu. And just before we close up, thanks again for listening to another episode of Courtside Fracas. Make sure you follow us on the socials, the Instagram, at Courtside Fracas. The same with the Twitter, at Courtside Fracas. The season's heating up right now, so we're all going to be active on the Twitter, talking our stuff. Might run a couple spaces, post some questions out there, run some polls, just get your thoughts on things. Send your questions in, send your thoughts in, send your DMs in. Be good to hear from you all. And with that, peace. 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 Sports Social Podcast Network.